0: Hello and welcome to Pops Also, a geek-centric podcast where we sift through the recent happenings in movies and TV. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey! Let's get into it, shall we? Yes, yes. We have some pretty bummer news. Wait, right. Yeah, you are like, where are we going with this? I know, I know. Way to start
1: it off, Joel. <laughs> so um,
0: so our, our show is really modeled around the type of movies and the experience, entertainment experience that we had growing up in the early 90s, early, mid, late 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that had to do with uh, VHS and VHS movies from the 80s. Yes. And unfortunately, one of the greats, you know, Bruce Willis, um it was announced late or mid last year that he had a spasia, mm. a uh, communicating the um, is a disease or something
1: yeah, like, like that. yeah like some sort of yeah disease the, a, the, yeah. the lack of a better word is something but yeah, yeah. something that
0: affected his communication skills right right and uh, yesterday we got the news that he has um, it's been diagnosed as full frontal i forgot what the word was i think dementia the, yeah it's dementia, dementia but it was like right. full frontal Oh, well, the yeah the
1: technical term <laughs> full
0: frontal temporal dementia
1: there you go. right oh jesus that sounds yeah. so much worse so much worse yeah like te- the temporal part makes me feel like time right, right? <laughs> yeah. so it's like why would you have that with the disease make it sound sci-fi yeah and um so it's 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 hard to say this because like he was
0: uh, obviously die hard and like a whole bunch of fucking movies from yeah. the 80s and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. where he was a a big role and um you know it's it's something like thinking thinking about uh Bruce Willis now is, is start help start help not start. I'm thinking about my dad mm. because like obviously all that stuff, all of my movie fascination and all that shit came from my dad. And I remember having conversations with my dad where he's like, Oh look, it's another Bruce Willis movie and he would call he would refer to him as Pelon, which is Bald. <laughs> like, oh the bald guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's starting to get to the point where, you know, some of the heroes of our fathers are starting to you
1: know, fade. Yeah. It's it's you know exactly that. I remember one of the last films I watched with my dad was the re- most recent Die Hard film, and that was hard, a five, I think live six. live to fight another day or so. Live the, to die, die hard. To die hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's the one with his kid, and when he's in Russia. Yeah, when he's yeah. in Russia, <laughs> and I was like that. This, and I remember coming out of the like, "Wow, that was bad." And I looked at my dad, and was like, "Yeah, that was bad." <laughs> so you know it's bad when my dad thinks yeah. it's bad, right? But. Uh, Bruce Willis is one of those action stars that uh, that is very impactful for our childhood and our pop culture foundation. And mm-hmm. to see that um, he has this horrific disease that will slowly waste him away. Yeah. And he won't be able to act now. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he'll act until it starts hitting him harder than, you know. But he, oh, he retired already. Brown retired. Like, he's done. Or he's like, done. Like, done. Yeah. yeah to recover. Well, that when we heard about it, we thought it was something that would be temporary or something that he can get over. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like a speech kind of.
0: Well, like I don't want to say that like oh, it's he's gonna overcome it, but I right. feel like it's not gonna be as horrific. Right. As, as yes. it, it could have been. You know. But now yeah, it turns out that it, it actually is. is you know?
1: <laughs> it yeah. is pretty horrific, and it it is. Uh, I was trying to re- read the article where it was on, oh, it was and, terrible. and it, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't read it anymore. Like I stopped at the point where it says life expectancy, and I just couldn't grasp grasp yeah. the idea of Bruce Willis not being here. Not being here.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's like the same thing with uh, Burt Reynolds. What happened? Or not? Not that they had like the same, but like right. when you imagine a world without Burt Reynolds, yeah, like, and gone. You know, when you imagine a world without. Um, like, Stallone, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, but Stallone, right, the, right. These are, you know, days of old action stars that are in their late 70s, mm-hmm. you know, some of them. And obviously, like, time is, is undefeated, and they're not going to be <laughs> with us forever. But it's still, like, something where there hasn't—there's never been a po- a moment in my life where there wasn't a Bruce Willis movie, you know? Yeah, yeah there wasn't a, a Schwarzenegger movie a Stallone movie a whatever movie right and now it's starting to get to that point where there's no more Bruce Willis films yeah there's I, not gonna be any more Stallone movies there's not gonna be any more
1: yeah I remember the last I don't know if it's his last film he did but like Death Wish I think mm-hmm. it was the reboot where he's a doctor yeah I like that one yeah and I I, I loved Um, I forget the original actor's name but uh, fuck. uh, Chuck Bronson Jeff Bronson thank you Chuck Bronson uh, yeah I, I loved him so, yeah, mm-hmm. and then the original Death Wish. And then when he was, I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do let's yeah. do
0: Bruce Willis as him. And then he, but it was funny, though, because, like, in that movie, he's a doctor.
1: Yeah, that, is, like, that is a little... Bruce Willis as a doctor? <laughs> like, bro, let me just do, have him be a veteran coming back, you know? Yeah, <laughs> something more realistic. Well, I mean, something more cliche. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, because I see him, like, he's in his scrubs, he's all swole. <laughs> like, you know, okay. Yeah, but, like, we forget that uh, Bruce
0: Willis got his big break in a soap opera. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, that's where he, like, blew up on the scene, and then he started doing, like, a rom-coms. And then when he got Die Hard, that's, like, the transition to, like, Action Star.
1: Gotcha. Fantastic. Yeah. That's so that's pretty cool.
0: So we hope that um the whatever uh, time uh, Bruce Willis may have left, because, like you said, the statistics aren't... Yeah, don't look it up. Yeah.
1: Definitely don't look up anything to go with statistics, because math mm-hmm. and time is it's just like those that it's a wombo combo
0: yeah it's um like the, the statistics are there for a reason you know yeah. there's obviously a somebody who the statistic doesn't account for but that's one in a million one in two billion yeah, there whatever. are outliers, yeah, they're outliers yeah. exactly and once you start reading into how many like what's the life expectancy of people who have a particular disease then that really starts to like bum you out yeah. And um we don't want anybody to to do that. Like we're acknowledging the importance that uh Bruce Willis had on our lives and stuff like that. And it's a fucked up thing that he's happening that's happening to with him right now, but we're hoping that whatever time he has left, he just has the, the most peaceful life as he could possibly have. Absolutely. Then, yeah. So thank you, Bruce.
1: Yeah. Fight on.
0: Fight on. In lighter news. <laughs> Uh, we got our first look of Lady Gaga. Yeah, in the Joker, afois the something.
1: <laughs> I studied French in high school, and I can't pronounce that. Dude, uh, I was I, was I in, followed
0: dude. I, I was in French one. Failed and then they put me in French too.
1: Yeah, how, that tracks with our high school. That shows
0: the level of um, of com- com- competency that yeah. our school district had. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, anyways, we got a, a our first look a still of uh, Lady Gaga looking terrifyingly romantically into <laughs> into Joaquin Phoenix's Joker's eyes. Right, right. What are your thoughts
1: on this? Um. I I don't know. You know. I, it, it looks dirty. Like mm. It does it's a still granted we haven't really seen any footage, but it mm. does look romantically terrified into the Joker's eyes. Yeah. And it's uh, I'm still on the fence with this movie. With because, this one? Yeah, with this yeah, because it's from The Joker. It sounded it felt like such a good standalone film by mm-hmm. itself. And then you you have Harley Quinn and then you wanted it to be kind of a musical kind of thing and I'm like kind of weirded out. How's that going to work? Are they going to break out singing? You know, after this kind of yeah, I mean, like yeah, at least I, I think I'm, it's going to be musical.
0: I am right there, one hundred percent with you. Like, I'm kind of worried because everything that's being talked about the regarding the second one, like when they first announced the first Joker, it was understood that it was going to be like a standalone, mm-hmm. and maybe like revisit it as the not a, have a direct sequel, threequel, right, fun, threequel, or whatever the fuck, <laughs> uh, and then a prequel to that. So it's it's all crazy, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just weird where, in the sense that, like, it's not going to be a musical of like the musical of old, mm-hmm. like the, the cool musicals where they, they're like have moving sets and like shit's happening right. in the background and all these crazy shit's happening. Yeah. It's probably going to be a musical like, um, fuck, what's that one song, that one musical that one with Emma Stone and. Uh, oh, La La Land? La La Land. It's La going to be like that where. Oh, like, God. They occasionally have a song every twenty minutes and then that's pretty much it. Right, right.
1: And someone died. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, I, I love lady I love the fact that Lady Gaga branched off from becoming this this musical artist mm-hmm. to be acting. Because mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like she's really good and when it comes to that. I don't think I've seen anything she's in. She was in uh the, the was it the House of Gucci. House of Gucci, yeah, Gucci and last year. I saw that I, one I, and I, I could not st-
0: stand the fucking trailers. Every like <laughs> YouTube video, oh House of Gucci. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to see this shit. (laughs) (laughs) and then stars born which is I think her big yeah her big breakout
1: absolutely yeah it's like adjacent Mm -hmm. she sings and then she gets to act and she does have that kind of charisma kind of immersive character Mm -hmm. and to have her in something like a DC property like I'm all for she's gonna knock it out of the park but
0: I still feel like there, there could have been a better choice mm. for uh, Harley Quinn. Mm. And um, obviously Margot Robbie, she stands alone. And I didn't like, oh, my God, nobody could perfect the her. No, of course not. Right. But I was thinking, why not give uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who does the voice of Harley Quinn in the animated uh, Harley Quinn show? Oh, that's a good one. But she's pregnant, so I I don't know how that would (laughs) have (laughs) worked. That that probably interacted with her. Yeah, but no, that's
1: she's a she now I think about it, it's a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Like she
0: already does the animated version. Why not give her an opportunity to play the live action, especially considering, well, we know that this isn't part of the deal, the whole DCU deal, but they want to, you know, have. Tie-ins with
1: the animated, the mm-hmm. live-action, video, video games, stuff, stuff like that, that, yeah. So, do you think this Harley Quinn because it, it has to be a little bit more grounded, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I feel adding Harley Quinn or at least just adding a sequel to begin with, it feels like it's drifting away from what made the Joker movie good. So yeah. it's it's becoming more like ensemble commercialized, yeah, commercializing <laughs> like right. So it's kind of it, it has art house roots, and then now you have this. It has to be this this very structured film now because you have the big bad now and now you have to have that opposite of him
0: yeah i mean like without a doubt the out the indiness of the first joker is what made it great Because yeah. like i was reading the article and it said that the first joker had a budget of like 50 million and oh i know to say 50 million as an indie <laughs> film that's kind of laughable but right. in today's age you know yeah, and absolutely. it made one point something billion dollars. Yeah. So it, it, that's oh. why they're like, Joker two, Joker three, let's do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know where to feel about that because the film was so uh, there's no the canon, right? Mm. There's, the canon didn't matter in this film. It's just the Joker. And then there happened to be Bruce Wayne and, you know, adjacent Gotham stuff. Mm. But now that you have Harley Quinn, who's so rooted within that world. And then you have Arkham, and mm-hmm. who else are you going to add? And it it, gets, it drifts further away from that art Yeah,
0: I mean, there's there's definitely uh, a like a level of comic book movie yeah. being introduced when you introduced like the the most iconic, I'd uh, say, like partner mm-hmm. to a villain in comic book history. Put it, let's put it like that. Where I feel like they were are going to have to stay in the in the realm of she's not gonna be the Harley Quinn, mm. she's gonna be Doctor Harley Quinzel. Right. So like only have her have it show her breaking down mentally. Yeah. That's it. Just don't put her in a fucking suit. Don't put her in <laughs> anything. Just have her be mentally tortured by this guy, and then have it like have her fall in love like that
1: yeah no that's definitely it i feel like the whole movie just being that Mm -hmm. like her breaking down at the end she gives in Mm -hmm. roll credits yeah or something yeah yeah i don't feel like they're gonna because i feel like there are those offset of fans are gonna like yeah put on the suit you know that comic book mentality is gonna bleed through Mm -hmm. but if they want to follow the joker kind of narrative or kind of story structure it's not gonna have that at all and Mm -hmm. it's just gonna hint at it but never pay it off because it's not a comic book film.
0: Really? Yeah, it should. Like, you could take, for the first Joker, just take out the character names. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, instead of being a joker, have it be Steve. And it's a <laughs> fucked up movie about Steve having a bad day, you know? Right,
1: yeah, yeah. It does lend credence to that kind of... it's. It, you can take the characters out and mm-hmm. it can be its own narrative within itself. Yeah. It just so happened it's in Gotham. Maybe change Gotham to New York, yeah. you know, textbook city, mm-hmm. something like that, yeah.
0: So we know that um, Joaquin Phoenix won the Best Actor Oscar for... His portrayal of the Joker in Mm. 2020, 2020, right? Mm. Do you think they could pull it off again? Uh, Because that would be unheard of.
1: That that would be unheard of. I want to say, never say never. Never say never. Yeah, there's always a possibility of something. Mm -hmm. Like We can say no, oh, it's not going to happen. We can say yes, it's going to happen. But we really don't know. Yeah. But given... The Stars Born, how much that did, Mm -hmm. right? And then give Joaquin Phoenix's charisma and energy. There's a high chance that that something might happen. Definitely all
0: the elements are there. Mm. Because, like, again, Joaquin Phoenix, an amazing actor. Lady Gaga, who knew, but she could act her ass off. (laughs) Uh, Todd Phillips, again, who the fuck knew he could direct a movie like this? And all of these, like, elements are coming back. Or, you know, Lady Gaga being the new introduction. So I feel like if they don't let the like the boxing in of a DC film get to them, I don't see why not. You know, yeah. the, only, the only reason would be because you know crotchety old fucking Academy <laughs> members aren't, don't want to give them <laughs> give them another Oscar. But I wouldn't see why not.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it would be a subtle win for superhero films mm-hmm. because even more so. Right, absolutely, because you have the Dark Knight. Right, but now you have the Joker, and it. it still lends credence that the films can not just only be superhero stuff, but they can be these these films that reevaluate humanity, you yeah. know, break down stories to its bare elements and stuff like that, and still be adjacent to oh, it's Gotham City, yeah. which is also a comic book.
0: Yeah, and like that's what film. some of the, some of the best story storylines are when they take the most human of concepts and emotions and, and just attribute them to the Joker or Bane or you know, like, these characters who are in the funny books. Ha, ha, ha. You know, there's a, a council to to make, make sure that these these books don't get too real. But right. then all of a sudden you have, like, the fucking killing joke or something. Right, you know? and the Joker. The Joker, like, yeah. The Joker's
1: fantastic one-off, really dark. But it did, it grabbed what you knew about Batman, but distilled it into this one shot and made it into, like, this reevaluation of character and humanity yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you have, you know, Batman stopping the Joker with his you know joker gas bombs yeah (laughs) but here he's like murdering and raping people and it's like whoa what the heck (laughs) like where did that come from yeah Yeah. which
0: okay so i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna sit here and be all super excited about joker 2 just because the first joker was super depressing yeah where's your level of excitement or let's just say intrigue
1: Uh, I'm interested. Yeah? I'm interested mostly in where they're going to take it. Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, the Joker was something that was very depressing and all very stood out to a lot of people. And the still doesn't say like it's going to be any different. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be different. It does feel a little bit lighter, maybe. Like something that the tonal... Well, (laughs) well, in terms of themes, maybe. Mm. Uh, Maybe maybe along those lines. Because the Joker felt like those... It's very art housey. You have like five minutes of him dancing in the restroom. Yeah. So I, I feel like this it'll be more uh narratively concise. There'll be a clear narrative with it rather than, <laughs> you know, wh- where is this going? Is he in prison? Did he kill those people? Like, yeah. you know, you that know, kind of mind effery, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I feel like this will be more that like he's in prison, he wants to get out, Harley Quinn is his way Harley yeah. Doctor Harley Quinzel yeah. is his way to get out. And there's like a clear line on where to go. Yeah, it's yeah, I see
0: what you're what you're going at. And like I'm right in there with you. I'm intrigued to see what's what are they gonna do? Like yeah. they came out of just the, the park and blew it out of the park in the first one. And I'm not gonna say, Oh, look, the cheerest and happiest way, because obviously it wasn't like that. But they <laughs> they took something that, you know, a lot of us struggle with and represented it to the most extreme in the first one. Yeah. How are they going to I don't want to say top, but like how are they gonna emulate that again? Yeah. And and then like we said, introducing a character that's so tied in with like the campiness of everything, you know, with with Harley with Harley Quinn. Yeah. How are you gonna Stop from representing that on like or showing that up in in this film.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can just picture her with the freaking mallet with ha written on it. Right, and it's <laughs> yeah. like that doesn't blend well with the themes of the Joker. And mm, I don't yeah. think maybe there'll be a nod where he has a, like he kills someone with a ball pin hammer and it says <laughs> "haha" written on it. You know, just to just to limit it down and distill it more. But yeah, exactly yeah. what you said.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna come out uh sometime next
1: year. Yeah, right? yeah, I believe so.
0: Yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, Sunday,
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We had
0: nothing really happened, you know, yeah. no, nothing all too eventful. Just a, uh some game and trailers, a yeah, bunch of trailers. To, yeah. Oh my gosh, so many trailers! <laughs> and, and, yeah,
1: and then a game. I don't remember. Yeah, it. I don't. Oof
0: what's going on? Come on.
1: Extracurricular activities? Yeah, no.
0: sports. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have a lot of trailers to to discuss. One, two, three, four, five, six trailers. Yes. Uh, some of them came out during the the big game over the weekend. I'm not sure. We, can we still say? It? Uh, SB, without uh, getting sued? Uh, or might as well just err on the side of caution. Yeah, let's
1: do a side caution. Okay,
0: so the big game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they released the, the few trailers, um, and then some came out later during this week. So let's, let's get to those first. The first one we would like to talk about is Creed 3.
1: Creed 3! 3. Was there even a theme
0: for Creed? I mean, you have like And then Creed 3. Creed B- Stein- yeah. 3.
1: <laughing> so
0: Creed 3, uh, Michael B. Jordan returns as Adonis Creed. Yes. To be in another boxing movie? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and um, So where do you sit with boxing films?
1: I'm in the middle. Because when I was watching this trailer, I was like, bro, it's probably going to be either he wins or loses. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> yes. it's, there's it's never re- going to be a tie. Yeah, there's never really going to be. Well, like Rocky had a tie maybe, but it, it feels like this film, there has to be kind of just the emotional stakes are so heavy mm-hmm. that there has to be uh, some sort of decision.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I'm I'm there for the journey, not the destination, <laughs> you know, and I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, but for really? bo- but yeah, have you seen one two? Yes, one and two. Okay. Yeah, I've seen one and two. Two uh, didn't really blend with me too well because mm-hmm. it was again boxing films are weird because you know what's gonna kind of happen. Yeah, I right? mean like
0: the, the the archetype of the boxing film has been set in stone since Raging Bull, I think, in the seventies yeah. with Robert De Niro. Yeah. And to to deviate from that to come up with something fresh, it's almost an impossibility because, like you said, there's only two outcomes: you either win or you lose. Yeah. Nobody's gonna sit there and applaud for a tie, right? Unless it's like a fucking like a war.
1: Yeah. Well, the the tie has to have an emotional impact to it. it yeah. There has to be reason, like oh, I love both of these characters, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But when it comes to Creed, it feels more like what Rocky was it? You said three with uh the, um, what was, what was that four? I don't know. Wait, Rocky 4 with uh, no. Mr.
0: T. Rocky 3 cuz 4 is when he goes to Russia. Okay, right? And then 5 is when he when he trains <laughs> oh, uh, Tommy, Tommy Gun. Right, Tommy right. Gun, okay, so yeah.
1: 3. Yeah, it, it feels like 3 in that A extent, little bit, yeah. right? But I argued that it would it feels like Tommy Gunn's fear just because of that familiar connection. Mm. But again, that Happened with you know he's he's gonna win. It's called Rocky. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not, not Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> not called Tommy
0: Gunn. Yeah, exactly. So like the story of Creed Three is it. By the way, what the trailer is um, indicating is that he had a friend who in his youth took a fall for him or something happened, and mm-hmm. he ended up doing spending time in prison while Adonis had his own struggles and ended up ultimately becoming World Heavyweight Champion or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Some title he has. (laughs) And now he's retired and his friend got out and his friend is hungry and it feels like he's owed the life that Adonis has. Yes. Not to mention that his father was a legendary boxer in his own right, and it was probably in his blood anyways.
1: Right, and, and then you have Rocky, who's also kind of an uncle figure to him, yeah. and he you know, probably raised them to some extent. Exactly.
0: So, fuck all of that. No, <laughs> my friend went to jail, and he's mad. Yeah. yeah. But like like you said, it's very reminiscent of a, hey, there's somebody else who's hungrier. I've gotten comfortable. I, you know, I, I have a bidet. Yeah. I sleep and seek shields. I because <laughs> yeah, he's retired at this point. Yeah, he's retired, exactly. Right, right. Adonis you know, he, is retired. He he buys me undies without the promo. So <laughs> without <laughs> the promo code. So he's good. You know, he's solid. He doesn't need to keep fighting anymore. Yeah. But yeah. his friend comes out, he's pissed, he's angry, he's hungry, and he's he's in a war path. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing like you said, Tommy Gunn or uh is it B.A. B. Baracas from You're yeah, right, yeah, Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah. Yes. Mr. T.
1: Yeah. So it does feel like he's it, it's that um uh, it's that where there are two, you know, predators in terms of like lions and one is kind of like retiring and the one's like, I'm going to kill you so I can make an example and make my career out of you mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's uh, it's it's has an interesting narrative in terms of how they are portrayed, right? They're two brothers, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he has this kind of loyalty to him. But, you know, he, some of the characters like, you don't owe him anything and yeah. all that stuff. And there's conflict and all that good stuff. I'm in for that. Um, the ending, on the other hand, it, it's... Kind of written yeah, already. Yeah, it's already written. I feel like he's going... Honestly, I feel like it's going to be a tie. Really? To be honest with you. Yeah, because... you seen Jonathan Majors? <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, yeah, yes, I he have. He is mm, humongous. He is <laughs> scrumptious. Yes, he's humongously <laughs> scrumptious. Yes. But uh, it's because... it. Why not twist that? Because like you said, there's not really much of the ties Mm -hmm. in boxing films. So why not build both of these characters in a way that you kind of root for no, both dude, of them they have to
0: end uh, as a freeze frame on Rocky 2 <laughs> just like that's how it ends
1: <laughs> I would love that you have no idea and then Eye of the Tiger and yeah. then, you know Eye of the Tiger pauses. like you sure you want to do it ring the bell Adonis ring ring. you know all that stuff. I would love that oh Jesus yeah, yeah. but either way Creed 3 who doesn't like a boxing film
0: yeah i mean that's it's one of those films where it's a you know it's a it's a topic where everything is cut everything is edited everything is written in a way to like get your emotion yeah, and that's perfect for a boxing film. That's what that's what those are there for. You know, it's, yeah. it's the same thing as as watching a good fight. You get into it. You're like, yeah, punch him, punch him, knock him down. Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, like even with Tommy Gunn's fight, that's not the best of the Rockies, but there's still that emotion, mm-hmm. right? That Rocky fought for him, mm-hmm. and he kind of you know disillusioned his son. You know, all that all that family squabble conflict that we all like we get high off of. Yeah, Creed three is, is well within those kind of you know familiar conflict
0: yeah i mean like do you remember watching rocky balboa Mm -hmm. the sixth one that one was a little the the thing that was different about that one was that he was already like in his late 50s oh yeah and then there was this new boxer who's fucking shit up and then they did a uh computer rendering of who would win of uh, rocky in his prime versus the new guy in his prime and the the guy the The guy got his ass beat by Rocky in his prime, right? Yeah. And then and I was like, "Ah, fuck! I'll fuck Rocky up and stuff like that." Whatever. So then Rocky decides to come back. Yeah. So we've never seen that in a in a film. Yeah. in a, in a boxing film, yeah, to, yeah. to some extent, you know. So like, what if in Creed three? Because I don't know how are they gonna keep making Creed films. Ah, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I want to say <laughs> yes,
1: but you know, there's Rocky fives. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's that's true.
0: <laughs> so why not have it be Rocky three, where he's like that doesn't even come out for the last the last ring like he knows Jonathan Majors is is c- too consumed with vengeance to mm-hmm. even understand getting his ass beat so he just walks off the ring while Jonathan Majors been like come back motherfucker i'm going to fuck you up yeah Super. yeah no
1: yeah that'd be great that would yeah, be he great. Just, something he decides just to walk away yeah it's, it's something that subverts stuff because mm-hmm. there is a high ego when it comes to the fighting yeah. you know scene and i would be com- not a comedic but that would be poetic yeah right something that i have a family uh-huh. You know, I have, a, I have something he, more to yeah, fight Yeah, I have for. something more to fight for. And this thing that we have, it's, it's something it's that's not worse. Yeah, I know it's going to kill us. <laughs> Even in the Tommy Gunn, they had a freaking bar, they're not bar fight, they had a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like,
0: that's that was Rocky when it was like too comedic. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Anyways, all right, next trailer. This is what you're really excited for.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Is it what I think it is? Transformers. Doo, doo, doo. Yes. Rise of the Beast. Yes. So there was a 30-second uh, uh, Super Bowl. Oh, oops. Excuse me. Big game ad. Big game. Big ad. game, <laughs> big game we, ad. We only get one. <laughs> <laughs> we get one, yeah. Uh, we each get one. Okay. Oh. That's man, good. Man. Yeah. All right. So there was a, a big game A TV spot for... Uh, Transformers, Rise, no, Rise of the Beast, right? Rise of the Beast. Introducing yes. the fuck with interest? How dare you? <laughs> no, oh, excuse me, Mirage. Mirage. Yes. <laughs> no. Mirage. I was just playing with you. Come no. on. Introducing Mirage, a character I have absolutely nothing
1: know about. I have no idea who this person is. This Autobot is. So enlighten me. So Mirage. Is a mirage. No, I'm just <laughs> Or a mirage from what we saw was that he can make multiples of himself. And, copies, yes. Yeah, he make copies of himself. And I love that direction that they're doing with this is that they all have their unique powers. Okay. Right. So mirage, if I remember correctly, that's what he did. He would have multiple versions of himself and that's how he would attack. But here, they, they, it's umphtha. Like it's up the... they What? They increased his power. He can do like seven cars at a time and <laughs> his... I love that each of them feel unique. Yeah, right? it's a thirty-second spot. You know, I shouldn't be gushing over a thirty-second thirty-second spot, but that's all it takes. So it, he's he, wow. he has a lot of characterization to it, uh-huh. and I love that. That's how it is comparing to the other Transformers, where they have their own, you know, you know, character.
0: Yeah, well, definitely there is a a shift in the tone. Yeah. Uh, and this is all coming from Bumblebee. Yes.
1: 2019? Uh, yes. Right?
0: No, somewhere around there. 18, 19, somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in that vein. Yeah. Where they kind of stepped away from the Generalization that Michael Bay did for all the Autobots and Decepticons, yeah. and they kind of gave them their own personality.
1: Yes, personality yes. exactly. Like Optimus Prime shouldn't be the only one with a personality. Yeah, right. and then you have Mirage, and I love it uh, how he's portrayed. He's kind of like free, ongoing. You know, he's kind of like loosey goosey stuff easy. like that. Yeah, taking yeah. easy because he knows he can get it away. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm excited for that 30 second spot.
0: I mean, def- there's definitely
1: a. A tone, a tone
0: shift, a clear and total tone shift that's very uh, present in 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 this trailer in the the Bumblebee film, where you kind of it's more reminiscent of Transformers in mm. a sense. You yes. know, it, it reminds me more of like the little bit of the 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 old eighties cartoon show that I've seen. It reminds me more of that rather than what Michael Bay showed us.
1: Yeah, because the biggest one I've seen in the 30 second spot was the interaction with the humans. Uh Because in the Bay one, they're kind of detached from each other. You have the Transformers and you have the humans kind of, and then there's two Mm storylines. It's the same thing that happens with Godzilla films. You have Godzilla, uh, the recent Godzilla, and then you have the human aspect, but no one gives a crap about the human. They want to see Godzilla. So in here, they kind of blended them together because the first 10 seconds you see the human coming out of Mirage and even tra- transforming into this auto form his robot form yeah. and there's a lot of right that interaction togetherness so them having that narrative together with the humans and Autobots it's it's pretty it's way better than what Bay did with his stuff yeah you know? it, it's definitely like I'm not gonna watch it in theaters Man. But I won't I won't blame
0: anybody who does. Yeah. You know, more less than if they were still like Michael Bay films. Yeah. Because I remember when you told me you saw his last one. Oh. I was like, why would you see oh, that? God, I saw it in theaters. Didn't and didn't you I, see it multiple times? No, hell no. <laughs> I was
1: I was physically angry in the theater. Like I, I saw it with a friend. I was like, let's get the hell out of here. And <laughs> really? I, yeah, and they're like, What did you say? I was like, Let's get out of here. I was it's the first time in a long time where I was I was like shaking with anger. Anger, really? Yeah, because I was so pissed off, and I wanted to get out of there. And I could, and that's yeah. Well,
0: let's hope that you don't have the same reaction with this one. Oh, no, it's the
1: opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah, my legs get a wobbly. Well, I mean, they're just trailers, so you got to <laughs> oh, take yeah, it with yeah, a yeah, grain of salt. With a, with a barrel of salt. Yeah, today, it might right.
0: just be like the first 20 minutes, and then um, Autobot, whatever, sits down and just starts reading the
1: script. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worse. Michael Bay comes in, yeah, and he starts reading and stuff like that. Like, no, please don't. <laughs> All
0: right, so next trailer uh, we we need to talk about is John Wick.
1: John Wick, pa, 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 John four, Wick, right? Four. Yes. Four. Is there a name for this one, or is it just four? I think just four. Because the last one was Parabellum. Parabellum. Right? Yeah. And then the other one was just two. Uh John Wick. Two. No, it was um. What was that
0: Electric Boogaloo? Blood Pack or
1: something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Um yeah, so I, I've actually recently reseen one and two. Oh. Yeah, and I was trying to I know HBO Max had the John Wick collection. Mm-hmm. But the John when, Wick collection. when I went to watch the third one, it was gone. Oh what? I know. Total bullshit. Uh but yeah, so I've seen I'm in the process of like rewatching them and um not saying oh gearing up for the fourth one, because um, of course not. But it just feels like how many fucking assassins are there? Because <laughs> like if everybody's assassin what's the point of that you know
1: yeah that, that was the biggest issue with the third one for mm-hmm. me I don't know if you, uh, you remember no, it, but it started with me with the second
0: one oh okay yeah because like that's when he was he was like because he killed uh, one of like the high chair members mm-hmm. and then the, the brother took over and, yeah. and he put a contract on John Wick right because like Even though he hired John Wick to kill his sister, he's like, I can't leave blood, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then everybody started being like, he was walking down the street and people were like, getting the notification that there's a see, bounty on his hand it's like oh look well, it's him
1: see at least for that it's like a couple of people but no then, no it's not. It's everybody well it was everybody but the ones that went at him were like you know five or ten but in yeah. three it's like twenty five yeah, everyone everybody. like <laughs> everyone in the whole block is an assassin like he went to the barber shop and the barber shop was into it I was like what the hell <laughs> like, who is an assassin right? yeah yeah, and Super so that, that, that's my
0: big, that's my biggest gripe of where the John Wick films have gone to, because mm. like the first one. Would have been perfect as a standalone. Yeah. Like the, occasionally we get those action films that don't need a sequel. It doesn't. It wasn't really built for that or anything. And it's just like some guy, girl, whatever, kicking ass. Yeah. And that's what the first one was. Yeah, it was but definitely.
1: The, they counted bullets for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. And they, there's that increased kind of realism. They have that where you have to reload, and they integrated it within the fight scenes. Yeah. So, so
0: this fourth one, um, it's just more of the same. Really. I think so.
1: <sighs> yeah. You have seen the trailer? i seen it. Yeah. I've, Obviously, I've seen the trailer <laughs> from the big game. Uh, but it, it feels it feels a little bit more toned down compared to 3. I think you need to watch 3. And I have. You have but do you feel like it's a little toned, more toned down than it? Because 3, it's like, let's have a fight with dogs. And like yeah. have a firefight. Well, with this, a they had dogs in this one. Yeah, they have like one. one but dog. It, it doesn't feel too, you know, over the top. Because no. 3 felt over the top for But me. again, this is just
0: the trailer. That's true. So to me, yeah to me it's it's looking like it's more of the same, mm. and you know to some extent, it's like, how can nobody just kill this guy? Is he really <laughs> that good all right it's it's um, first, how many fucking assassins are there really <laughs> and really, and can nobody get the drop on them really? <laughs> And then is he not the, the second beatable? one, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that
1: was like, let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how about, how about the other pair of characters coming in? You have Donnie Yin mm-hmm. coming in, and he's kind of like, he seems like a badass within himself. Yeah,
0: I mean, Donnie Yin is obviously one of those legendary, you know, he played Ip Man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how could he not kill him? How can he, <laughs> exactly. How could he not fuck him <laughs> up? But I'm guessing that those are going to be like, intro, uh, like allies introduction like maybe Donnie Yen is going to try to kill him in the beginning but then it's like nah he has a greater good so let's just help him out
1: right yeah I feel like it's it's I feel this whole film, that whole film, but the four is going to be a status quo shift. Mm-hmm. Like it starts a whole kind of domino effect that there's this actual everyone was wanted to kill each other, but they didn't have a reason. Mm. And then John Wick messes everything up, so now everyone's killing each other <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. You know, then suddenly
0: the population of Earth goes down by like three quarters. <laughs> well, apparently,
1: the population of Earth is assassins. Exactly, That's why three quarters
0: of the population just killed itself. <laughs> so,
1: so how about this? Uh, it is a trailer, and you're right. But do you think? There are see there are the the stunts that are gonna over you know will be better from the previous films. Mm-hmm. See that's the thing is like,
0: there outside the, of like the 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 fighting scenes and the gun scenes and stuff like that, I wouldn't really qualify this as a stunt-heavy film. Mm. Like occasionally, like in the first one, when they're in the bo- in the nightclub, he falls. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, right. that's not the big the most elaborate stunt. They're riding motorcycles again not that that all that elaborate and stuff like that so anything outside of that i don't mm-hmm. like i don't see them doing you know it's not going to be fucking superman and zod hitting <laughs> each other with buildings or not anything understand. like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh,
1: yeah from what we've seen i feel like it's reaching i don't know i don't know is it fine to say fast and furious levels of outrageousness Maybe yeah, because it does feel a little bit over the top, and uh, I know it's a, it's an action film. It has to be over the top, but the the appeal for the first one was that it was very very grounded. Yeah, right. It was over the top to some degree because you know one guy taking out all these people, but it was kind of it was there grounded a bit, and then yeah. two kind of leaned a little bit less on that, a little increased, and then three was just like overblown freaking you know fight scenes and gunplay and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: and it it's that trend is going. Like, as the movie progresses, I feel like it's just going to get more and more outrageous.
1: Yeah, and I hope it, for four, for, like, your impression is that it, it's the same with the old stuff, and I hope that it's a little, it's a one step down. It goes back to up. one. Yeah, not back two. to one, but at least two. You know, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Because it, well, there's a scene in the trailer where they're, and I think France, and he's, like, killing people, and then there's, you know, cars, cars keep yeah. But, like, I would stop. You know what I mean? Even like yeah. if someone got killed in front of me, I would. There would be a traffic jam. There wouldn't be cars just driving in circles. No, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So it seems that that that's a little bit over the top within <laughs> itself. You know what I mean? But
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that scene was pretty funny. They were fighting, and all of a sudden he like. Tosses a guy and it hits him right as the
1: car yeah, <laughs> passes. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong with the 80s films and stuff like that. It was cool, but there's not really much logic no. <laughs> behind that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But
0: um, John Wick 4, see, that's the thing. It, it comes out right at the time where more like superhero films are coming out because this year we got it's pretty jam-packed
1: oh yeah this year it's freaking packed
0: yeah so it's it's like the same with like cocaine bear mm-hmm. where it's a movie like i kind of want to see that but i'm not gonna like <laughs> give it up to like i'm not gonna give up watching quantum mania over right cocaine i, I bear still and...
1: didn't i did not realize that was a real movie <laughs> really No, i know it is but when i heard it, i was like what the hell <laughs> really going crazy
0: now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what's it based on true story
1: is it, oh, is it that bear from Russia or something that found I like was, a kilo of coke and he was the most powerful animal for like 30 seconds?
0: <laughs> I don't remember, like, I'm sure it, it it's not an isolated incident, <laughs> but I think like this one is somewhere in the U.S., like or Kansas or something. Oh, I see. Or, yeah, like a, they dropped uh, uh, just a shit ton of cocaine and the bear ate, and I think they found like nine kilos of cocaine in its stomach oh or something, I don't know, something insane, but yeah, it's. Woof.
1: yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that then I might watch it because mm-hmm. again, you know, there's you want just you get your superhero fix so much mm-hmm. and you kind of want a, a more grounded gunplay <laughs> film, I suppose.
0: Yeah, but uh, like I'm saying, like, is it if it's like theater, if you only have to watch one movie yeah. in theater, that wouldn't it wouldn't be, it for yeah, me. I would just wait till it's out on VOD or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Indiana Jones. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones 5 and the Walker of Destiny. <laughs> <sighs> oh it just makes me sad. I'm not gonna lie. The 30 second? Spot. Everything. Is Everything. just making me sad. It's just like Harrison Ford is old. Yeah. Why are you still fucking making him <laughs> do this type of shit? That's <laughs> no, when he thought he was out. You bring him back in. Yeah. But we have another 30 second uh, TV spot for Indiana Jones. And it's introducing what could be the main villain. Yeah. Uh, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. Yeah. He's a really good actor. Yeah, he is. And he's a really good bad guy as well. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, if anything, it's like they have a solid cast, a solid uh, lead, and a solid uh, antagonist, protagonist and antagonist. Yeah. What just makes me sad is that Harrison Ford is old as fuck. Yeah. And um, it's the same thing with uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart in... Uh,
1: X-Men, I guess? No. What's the... Star Trek?
0: No, the madness of... Quantum.
1: Oh, Quantumania. Oh, no. Quantumania. <laughs> no, the multiverse, <laughs> the multiverse of madness. Of madness. Yes. When he showed up as as Professor right. X... Right, you could tell. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Dude,
0: I mean... Yeah. It kind of got me bummed out. Like You're like 90 and they're still making you do this type of shit. Like, come on, dude.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping that he knows that this is, he said he's this is his last one. He better stick with that. I mean, he said he was his
0: last one from like the third one. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know right? So where are you in excitement? Cause like Indiana Jones is a pivotal, like culture stone of, of pop culture, of nerd culture. And it's gonna It's a character that we're going to follow to the day we die. Yes. But it's just still, for me, it's a little sad. Where are you on
1: this? I'm very excited. Yeah. It's. I'm very excited in the sense of reading the last chapter of a book Mm -hmm. because it's that moment where we'll see how the character goes. We'll see what he gets and how he ends. Assuming that this is the last one. (laughs) Assuming that this is the last one. And uh, it will be very, very bittersweet ending the book, right? Mm -hmm. Ending the book when it comes to Harrison Ford. But I'm going to. Be excited to see him go off, you know, in a higher note from <laughs> Crystal Skull. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if anything,
0: this, if it is the last one, it's going to leave a better taste than uh, Crystal Skull. Yeah. Just because I haven't seen it, but by all, by, by everything I've heard, it is unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: something. Yeah. And so... It feels like Harrison Ford had. That's one of the franchises that not only he built, but he had a lot of fun with. It's something that he enjoyed doing, and yeah. to him to come back, like even characters uh, coming back that you didn't expect were gonna come back. Well, all the
0: ones who were alive anyway. Right? Yeah. yeah. Even
1: like even the first trailer, not from the big game, but when Salah talking. Oh his, my god! Yeah. You know, and he's like, "I miss those days." I'm yeah. like, Salah, I'm right there with you, yeah.
0: bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Hearing him talk, it's like in I miss the, Oh my god!
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. It it tugs at that heartstrings, and to see him, you know, carrying it on with his his niece, his niece or goddaughter. I think well, with the passing
0: of the torch the, character, the passing yeah. of the torch
1: character, <laughs> and see him kind of have that. Hopefully, you know, the next generation will see him having fun with it and visit, revisit the old generation stuff to see where he began. Yeah. You know? See, but like with
0: the, the Indiana Jones five, yeah, you know, it's been so many years since the last one is. The last one came out two thousand eight, so that's what. Oh God! Fourteen years, 14 fifteen years, 15 years yeah. at this point. You're that's one whole generation that grew up in a world without indiana jones being somewhat of a constant yeah so this is movie to me at the very least it's like aim for us yeah you know because like unlike star wars it hasn't been in indiana jones hasn't been in in the pop culture sphere
1: in a while yeah in a long ass time you know like They know of it. Yeah. but They don't know of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, know? they they know they know of it, not why. You know You're, that type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So for for me, this film is a, like you said, it's a swan song, but for us.
1: Yeah, it's, like, and that makes me sadder, man. Yeah. Because they, they know, mm-hmm. right? They know that it's something that's in for us, and that they 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 want to retire the character. At least we think they want to retire the right. character. At least we hope they Hopefully, want to retire. they retire okay. the yeah. character. Yeah, and hopefully, it's it sounds like it's most crazy mm-hmm. journey yet. Mm-hmm. Compared to the other films,
0: yeah, and it's it's supposed to be in the fifties, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit of both fifties, mm-hmm. late forties, yeah, because yeah. there's moments where they de-aged him, and I'm still on the fence with that. We or saw it again de-aging. in the big in the big game, thirty True. seconds, yeah. and it still feels off, weird, yeah, to mm-hmm. me. It um, looks a little bobbleheady,
0: yeah, you know, and yeah, that's one thing that it's like, how much of that are you going to rely on? Yeah. Because, like, in the in the TV spot that we saw, it's him confronting uh the main bad guy. And he's like, oh, have I seen you? Like, it's been a while since I've seen you or something to that extent, right? And it cuts to them being younger.
1: Yeah, like, are you still a Nazi <laughs> or something like that? Yeah, and it cuts to him. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. So
0: there's, there's, there's the elements of uh Indiana Jones that we know and love are still there. Um For me, it's just sad that, you know, Harrison Ford is old and um that character, he, for me, there's never going to be another Indiana Jones, just like there's never going to be another uh, Han Solo. Yeah. It, yeah. Those are characters that, ha- that Harrison Ford, because of the way he acts, because of who he is, his charisma, his his style, he brought those characters to life. And unfortunately, in a world that, the, the world that we live in, where they try to wring out as much money from a property <laughs> that they possibly can. Yeah you know it's going to be you know five years from now they're going to reboot indiana jones and have it be somebody else
1: yeah yeah absolutely i i cannot see and then in, when indiana jones was made it was a different time for yeah. the industry as well yeah right something that that kind of film people flocked for mm-hmm. nowadays uh, i don't know if indiana jones will be hit the same impact especially if it's not with that charisma from Harrison no.
0: Ford. you like, the the type of movie they did at Jones, it's like an action-adventure. Like, right. When was the last time we had an action-adventure film? Yeah,
1: it was, I, I don't know, Fast and Furious, maybe, I guess. I don't those know. action-adventure. Those are, <laughs> action no. <adventure>. No. <laughs> those are yeah.
0: ridiculousness and prepos- preposterity or pop- yeah. preposterous. Whatever that yeah, word they're is. They're in space. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> terribleness there.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't, I, top of my head, I can't think of a globe-trotting where we go to, you know, adventure and stuff like that yeah
0: no like i saw the was it was this movie with um sandra bullock and channing tatum oh
1: that comedy one right yeah where she's like a romance writer yeah yeah like
0: she's it. a romance ri- writer and stuff like that but it that it wasn't an action adventure it was a comedy adventure
1: it feels more like a joke yeah right like they're so, making
0: the poking fun of the situation that they're in
1: yeah so i, I maybe that's where action adventure lies now That it's something that either you're super serious about it or it, it's just kind of a joke Kind of yeah thing. it's unfortunate yeah all right but are you excited
0: uh, I mean as excited as I possibly can be that's sad sad-sided. sad sad si- yeah sad sad <laughs> <is>, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I'm right um, there with you man yeah I mean it's like if they would have given it to somebody else because mm-hmm. uh, Spielberg is producing directing this right mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like you got your old man stink on the last one. Maybe <laughs> give it to somebody else. You know, have it have it introduced. But you know, Lucas and him go way back. So um, yeah, it it nobody else is gonna direct this film. Yeah, so even though somebody probably should. Yeah, I
1: think someone else is. I think Marigold is Marigold. Yeah, I think mm. James Marigold. Mm. Uh, yeah, but again, you're
0: not going to just because you're directing right. with a Spielberg production. Yeah, you're not really directing. Yeah. It, right?
1: <laughs> he's over your shoulder, like I don't, I don't think I like that shot. Yeah, <laughs> like dang it, Steve. <laughs> and then
0: when you try to when you try to rebook, re, rebute him, it's like that scene of um, Austin Powers. Yeah, in the beginning where he's like, "Well, my here are my my two Oscar friends think that." Uh, <laughs> This is this is the good shot.
1: <laughs> it's like what's that Oscar? And like you can just see Spielberg with like you know playing with like dolls. Yeah, so.
0: just with his Oscars. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So the two big ones, the two massive trailers that dropped over the weekend are Guardians of the Galaxy three and The Flash. Yeah. Which one do you want to start with? We'll
1: start with Guardians. Guardians, all
0: no, right. We'll so start. Guardians of Galaxy three, we finally get to see that trailer. Yes. That I'm sure this was the trailer that they aired like two Comic Cons ago.
1: Yeah, we feel. Right. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. There's a little bit more. Granted, there's a little bit more uh, content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, there's some like we see more shots with Gamora and uh, with Quill. With Quill and with um, Drax. And Drax, right? Drax seems very like. So i gonna is, yeah. yeah, the end of the line for him. Yeah.
0: Um we yeah, we do see Quill, we see um Gamal. Rocket.
1: A Rocket, or right, we see Rocket, yeah. Rocket and his past. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then you got the guy who was in uh Peacemaker, the the, the dude with the butterfly in his head that was Oh right, the, group.
1: the the brother. James yeah. Guns' brother, yeah. yeah. No uh, no not 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 Oh not the Mohawk man?
0: Not the Mohawk man. I'm talking about the guy who was in Peacemaker. Remember, he was like the leader of the group and he, he had
1: the butterfly in his head. Oh. oh Peacemaker. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's the main baddie. The main yeah, baddie. Yeah, the main yeah. Baddie. yeah uh, high the high uh, evolutionary or something like that. Some shit <laughs> like that, whatever. Uh,
0: so we have him, so uh, James
1: Gunn friend, I guess.
0: You know, James okay. Gunn's last uh foray with um yeah, his MCU. Brother. Yeah. and then his brother as well taking over uh, fuck, what's his name? Yandu?
1: Mm, yeah, taking Yandu's position Taking Yandu's
0: yeah. position. And if anything, like this feels like
1: more of a swan song than anything I've ever seen, right? Yeah, it does. It seems like there's going to be a moment where they're like, screw it. We might die, but at least we're together. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it, Guardians of the
0: Galaxy has, has been a... The first one, it got like all the accolades and it rightfully deserved it. But to me, it was like, eh, it's all, it's all right, you know, whatever. But then what he did with the second one, and I'm not saying that the second one is better, but he was able to keep the essence and that magic of having an ensemble character, an ensemble family, what um, Fantastic Four should have been. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's like the the ending scene in two and just, you're right. There's usually that sophomore slump where Mm -hmm. the two doesn't really do that good and the three lives a little bit better. Yeah. Because you have the reference of two. But two did have like that step up. Mm-hmm. right in terms of just having not only you have these these actors but also the themes of it all and then the acting of freaking um of peter quill yeah right towards the end right yeah. where, where spoilers back. yeah Yandu dies Yondu and then, oh my god yeah, yeah and then you watch his the life leave <laughs> leave his yeah. eyes and then freaking quills you know that that freaking response is it's chills and it's like there's that emotional punch within mm-hmm. yeah and it's like
0: it's it's also that the juxtaposition of like, like, um, he said, like, he might have been your, your father, but I was your daddy, yeah, yes, like, oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> and then you know, Gamora, not Gamora, but uh, Nebula trying to fit in again, you know, mm-hmm. trying to give with, yeah, there's a lot, like, like, you said, the whole film was family stuff, yeah, and this feels that the third one feels like that family is, is coming to it, coming into end. it, yeah, a, to some yeah, stuff. or it's, it's going to look different from what it did at the start,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, like, we know. I'm pretty sure they're gonna stick around with uh Zoe Zaldana. Pretty sure they're gonna keep Nebula, Mantis, uh here or there. Yeah, here or there. <laughs> uh but I think everybody else they're yeah. going to they're
1: gonna axe out. Axe out, maybe. Yeah. But like we
0: know for sure uh, Drax, uh, Batista, he's done for yeah. sure. 100 percent. He said it. Contract is done and he's not gonna come back regardless of who come who how much money they back up into his driveway. Yeah. <laughs> um Chris Pratt, it's his fifth
1: movie? Yeah, if you're kind of, yeah, the other yeah, stuff. Fifth. Yeah. So we got two, realized-
0: two Guardians, two and Avengers, Avengers, and right. then sprinkled here and there in Thor. Yeah, yeah. So then this would be like his fifth, maybe sixth. So you know he's going to get even more expensive. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably him. Uh, Maybe they'll keep... Um Guru and Rocket, because those okay. are CGI. You don't really, yeah. <laughs>
1: the,
0: you don't really have to pay uh, the actors all that. Much, yeah, really.
1: it, it's this is bleak as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. It feels like it, it is gonna be that swan song, and like James Gunn leaving. Who else is gonna have a Guardians film out? Like you don't want. Uh, I will, and it three. would be
0: a, a damn shame if they try to do Guardians again without James Gunn.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's something that he's. He, and he's not afraid to kill people off. We've yeah. seen the Suicide Squad. Oh, they, yeah. He killed everybody. Yeah, in the he killed first everybody. Right. In the first 10 minutes, but also those more emotional characters like Rick Flagg. Spoilers. Oh, my God. Like Rick Flagg, right? And stuff like that. And and those moments, he's not afraid. Not the Weasel? Or the Weasel. We came back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to have that Weasel TV series, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for hunt, you. Hunting down the Weasel. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So but, it's going to be a sad. I feel it's this. I love the music choices. Quantum Mania had freaking, you know, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and then mm-hmm. now you have this with freaking. I oh, was a Rainbow who was um the song, but I forget the. I like song that they played in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the like, I know since the you've song been I gone. Think. Yeah, since you've been gone. Yeah, I think it's Rainbow um but yeah since you've been i just love the editing and mm-hmm. it just feels so sad something's gonna go on
0: yeah i mean like it even says like it's it's time for them to face the music yeah like, what does that mean yeah aside from total and utter devastation of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the um the, the crew and it, it's 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 sad because like this is the last of the like original marvel right mm. that are to, that aren't going to be part or as big of a part as they once were. Yeah. Like we have um, Ant Man. I haven't seen it, you've seen it, so don't spoil how it ends or anything. But yes. I'm trying to get the feeling that maybe Paul Rudd isn't it's going to stick around no more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm. Um,
0: and then now we have yeah. Guardians coming with. If half, if not most of all of them are most looking like it's gonna be that's it for them.
1: Yeah, what's with Phase Five, man? <laughs> what's with the Phase Five? It it started with Wakanda Forever, right? Phase Four, a fairly somber note, but then mm-hmm. it's kind of carrying on to Phase <laughs> Five and with like the Guardians. Yeah, it's it's like two was really impactful for me. Yeah. Right, and then coming off of three, like let's let's just end it. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be sad, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's um. It's it's the only thing I could hope for is that they're better than the Marvel Phase Four movies because
1: I mean that's that's a given already.
0: Those movies were everywhere. They were bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I I seen them all too. Yeah, Saw I'm, I'm surprised. I know <laughs> <it's>, wow. <laughs> so are you excited? It's, yeah, I am. Yeah. It's 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 a movie that um, the first one wasn't that like. Like I said, it wasn't that, that impactful for me. The second one brought it home. And just having everything like all the culmination of, you know, possible last movies for some of these characters. Uh James Gunn is leaving. And it's just like this is gonna be that it for what the Marvel movie the Marvel universe used to be for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What about you? Excited? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited.
1: I'm excited. The trailer again, like you said, barrel of salt. Mm. It's a trailer, but from what I've seen, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, and and like
0: I don't. I think maybe this could be one of the few movies where you don't need to take it with a grain of salt because. You look at the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, and mm. they pretty much lived up to the to the tone, to the everything from the movies.
1: Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's true. And so it's going to be sad. So you're telling me yeah, that it's going to be awesome. It's going to be gonna an awesome. awesome film. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. I'm saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be sad. <laughs> yeah. You're
0: going to be devastated. All right. So Speaking of devastated. Devastation. <laughs> Flash. Oh. No, not. Oh, wait. It, was it flash no it's um
1: what was it fuck what's god. oh my god your pop culture cards on the line yes.
0: uh, <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's um i know it, it's matt no it's not masters the universe fuck what is it
1: oh flash
0: <laughs> fuck I, I, I gordon flash gordon there you go god
1: damn it it's that's all right flash gordon. Uh, i'll just take this card and uh, I'll put it here on the side. <laughs> You're actually reading. Oh <laughs> my god! just print a no, notepad. Of I reading. don't have a card. <laughs> right.
0: But yes, Flash. Yes, the DC restart of everything. Mm-hmm. What it's looking out to be? Yep. We had a trailer, and it kind of felt like the trailer came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. A flash trailer?
1: Yeah, it's just like without a really pomp and circumstance, it's just like boom, here it is. Here it is, yes. And Beyond. um this comes
0: right on the heels of all like the devastation that's happening that happened at DC, uh, and then James Gunn saying that this is the greatest movie of all time. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> but what are your initial impressions?
1: My initial impressions you're looking at me like <laughs> you're ready. Let's go. I am I am meh. I am very mad about it because uh, Flashpoint, from a comic book reader's point of view, Flashpoint Mm. is, of course, this most very impactful moment, right? Mm. And if you know the comic book... It's one of the pivotal stories. It's one of the pivotal stories in the DC, right? And then so when this happens, you know the impact of it. And then it's like, oh, cool, this is going to be awesome. Um, Unfortunately, the Flashpoint had... Years, if not a couple of more years, to build the Flash as a character. Yeah, I've had generations. Generations, (laughs) right? Well, to build that, this moment was impactful for him because Mm -hmm. spoilers: he the Flashpoint happens because he wants to go back to to save his mom. Mm -hmm. He saves his mom, that starts a whole ripple down and messes up everyone. Where there's like a war with Atlantis and the Amazonians. You know, Bruce gets killed. Thomas Wayne takes the mantle. You know, Superman gets imprisoned by the government, and then stuff like it becomes a crazy thing. But here in the movie, you don't have that build up. We don't really. know well, Last time we saw the Flash was Justice League, yeah, and there wasn't really much character characterization in no. it. So there, when, there
0: wasn't that opportunity for you to connect.
1: Right. So when I see this character, I it feels like I have to read the comic to understand the impact of this event. Yeah. But from I've read the comic and I see this trailer, I'm I'm not feeling anything with it.
0: No, yeah, and I'm I'm right there with you 100% where it's like the 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 flashpoint it's it's so pivotal in the DC storytelling that you have the these impactful storylines coming together like these characters who growing up they were, you know, essentially family. Right, and then coming to the into this universe where they're killing each other, <laughs> you know, they're
1: dying. Humanity is like taking its last breath as as two gods are fighting. Right, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's caught in the crossfire. There's no hope. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, with that aside, I'm very much excited <laughs> because it, it's it's comic book film in it's purest of purest forms. Yeah, right. He, you have good versus evil. And you have, I don't know, I guess the evil is very spread out, given the trailer. <laughs> but you, you have a character who wants to get back home, who's, who's crossing the proverbial mirror. Mm-hmm. And he wants to go back to Wonderland, where, you know, it's sad, but at least the world is safe. Yeah. So that kind of characterization is awesome. But I, you know, I don't, I don't know anything else from there than to be like, oh, cool, superheroes, awesome. Character? Uh, yeah, I mean, st- like, for us who
0: are, like pay attention to what's going on with our 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 favorite movies and characters and stuff like that we have a sense of like you said meh because we know where this the original plot line for the story where everything was hinges is no more right so like what what's the point of this film in that essence and how are they going to modify it to fit the new?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to be a fanboy. Because mm-hmm. right? when we saw we saw Michael Keaton, oh I'll be God, I, admi- no, I admit just, I screamed oh, and we went, s- blah, when blah, he, when he like, I everywhere. looked at my VHS, I was like I have to get this sign <laughs> and, and I yeah And when he fought them, I was like oh my gosh, he's even he's that. 30 seconds of him flying in, taking out those bad guys while getting shot yeah. what well, made up for like three movies. <laughs> All yeah. And then you got you got the
0: the introduction of Michael Keaton plus like those notes of the right. oh, like
1: yes. the, the, the original Yes. The original
0: yes. um uh the theme, right, the theme. for Bert, yeah. right yeah. Who the fuck wrote it? Um the same guy who did Danny Elfman. Danny,
1: F- Danny oh, Elfman. Oh, yes, yes. Danny absolutely. Danny I can play- I forgot that. Yeah. I give you my pop culture card. Yeah. <laughs> give, give mine back. Yeah, give yours back. Exactly. So, yeah, but the thing is, that's what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> is that I'm, I'm fixated on the, the nostalgia mm-hmm. of Michael Keaton and the tone of the sound and even seeing the freaking Batmobile sub burrito thing, you know, and then the Batwing. The Batwing. Yeah, right? Seeing that stuff, it's like, oh, this is freaking awesome, but... I don't know if that's going to resonate <laughs> with people, you know, who haven't yeah. grown up with that kind of Batman.
0: I mean, yeah, definitely. There, the 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 impactfulness of that moment in the film is going to be only dedicated to us. Yeah, to the that generation <laughs> that that grew up with Michael Keaton as a Batman. Maybe not the Batman, but right. as a but Batman. As a Batman. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, if if you're born pre-night or if you're like. Old enough to watch Batman 1989 in the theater—that's your Batman. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, people who are young, who are older than that, um, Adam West is their Batman. Yeah, our Batman, unfortunately, is uh, George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, <laughs> Val Kilmer, yeah, take or a um, Christian Bale. Yeah, and Christian Bale, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> Christian Bale. Yeah. So we had Michael Keane as Batman in you know DVDs VHSs stuff mm-hmm, like that so mm-hmm. we 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 grew up with him being a part of the Batman universe and having him come back is obviously you know a skeet fest for everybody yeah um but again I, I'm uh, with you there 100 that that moment is gonna fall flat for a lot of people
1: yeah I, I, I can see the bad flick moment is gonna be the one that me included mm. is gonna be like oh yeah it's bad flick but oh uh, He's only going to be it's in like gonna, the first 10 minutes right. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be that that like do you sure you want to do this mm-hmm. and then he does it and, and then he comes back I told you you should have did that, yeah. or is he, like
0: that. And, and that the most devastating moment of, of the Flashpoint Paradox is when Barry comes back and he gives Bruce Wayne a card from his dad
1: yes Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, spoilers, I guess, in the comic, but he gives him a letter. It's it's essentially all of the things that Thomas would have told Bruce if he had not died. Yeah. And Bruce freaking breaks down. Yeah. And he and it's like it's that moment where you realize the Dark Knight. Well, it's there are other moments, but mm-hmm. you know it's that one moment of vulnerability that you know yeah. the Dark Knight is not. It's yeah. human. H-
0: hidden behind the billions of dollars and the muscles and the, the, all that shit it's and just, the women <laughs> the women is yeah. just the scared 10 year old boy exactly who saw his, his parents get murdered Ex- in front of him
1: exactly and I think that's uh, that's why I'm a little man about the Flashpoint Paradox because mm-hmm. there's those opportunities but those opportunities need to be built yeah. you can't just come out of nowhere and be like yo here's the Flashpoint Paradox have fun you know <laughs> stuff and I, it sounds like we will have yeah. fun from what we've seen with Michael Keaton but you know that emotional impact like you said Are we ever gonna get that anymore? Will there be a flashpoint too, Mm. where we get more of a a worthy? I I don't think so. Just because like the
0: flashpoint is so massive, right? Where it's like in in the same vein as Civil War. Mm. When Civil War happened, everything changed, and then it eventually went back to normal. But with Flashpoint (laughs) paradox, again, everything changed, and then eventually went back to normal. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, (laughs) it
1: went back (laughs) to normal with some like caveats sprinkled in, right? Caveats, but like what I'm thinking is
0: that. I'm still thinking about how James Gunn said that they want to interconnect all the mediums. So you think back at the animated uh, Justice League Dark mm. after they defeated um, uh, Darkseid and everything. And they're contemplating because like half the world is in dead and shit. And they're like, well, the one way to fix this is they're telling Barry, the one way to fix this is you got to go back and right. have another flashpoint. right? So yeah, Maybe that ties into this one.
1: Yeah, uh, or just having those episodes with like the animated stuff fill in the context. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of room to improve and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and there are instances where we can explain like why Superman's not here. Here's a TV show, which is also a slippery slope on its own. Cause, mm-hmm. Like, why do you need to watch an animated thing to get the context of a movie? That's true. Or a video game. Worse, a video game. Imagine oh, my God. Yeah, really? spend 80 Imagine. hours on yeah, it. just to know where hell Superman went. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, speaking of which, how do you feel about... Kara? Kara. Supergirl. Oh uh, man. I just feel like... How they introduced her. She's all, like, skinny and, like... like yeah. Uh,
0: again, I feel like this is planned out before they destroyed everything <laughs> that they had going on. Because, like, there was already a Superman. Right. And in the paradox, it's Superman. Yeah. Who who was in that role? Yeah, and this would have been a I don't say perfect, but a way for them to introduce the super family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now that they kind of don't have what the original plan anymore, it's not like they're going to spend you know a hundred million dollars to CGI another Superman in there. Yeah, <laughs> so might as well go with what they have.
1: Yeah, and. And I feel in the comic, it's Cyborg, who he yeah. Superman has a, a connection with. A friendship with. A friendship with, right. But here, you know, you have <laughs> Cyborg doing other things behind the <laughs> scenes. So I, I guess they're going to have Barry double, mm-hmm. do double duty and be yeah. that character. And we see two Berries, Yeah, which is weird, isn't it? It's, How does that? So there's a berry from the alternate world, and then berry from Earth One, and then, then Barry from, from Earth A, a or something, whatever <laughs> However, it is that they decide to break this
0: shit down. <laughs>
1: yeah, so what
0: I'm saying is that that's going to be Igabar Thon, mm. the reverse flash. Oh, I see. So once you know, he gets like because the whole thing, the whole thing about um, one of the plot, big plot points about the flashpoint is that. When Barry wakes up in the new universe, he doesn't have his powers. Yeah. So he tries to recreate the experiment that gave him his powers. So maybe in this one, Igabard, oh, I can't never say his fucking <laughs> name. <in. laughs> the reverse Flash. The reverse Flash yeah. doesn't have his powers either, and he's relying on Barry A to recreate the experiment so that they can both be granted the power.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, we glossed over it. Yeah. But the ring. With the <laughs> oh, sandwich. that was so <laughs> cool. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> in case y'all don't know, yeah. uh, back in the day, uh, the Flash had his suit and his ring and mm-hmm. it would pop out or something like yeah. that. Or, you know, he would, it would sit in his ring with, you know, comic book magic. Yeah. But here it seems like they're <laughs> they're bringing it back and it, it feels like it's an, an Iron Man-esque kind of um, getup where it, like, it the opens nano, the ring. Yeah, nano. not nano, but, you know, comic book magic. Yeah. And like he opens it and it, it suits him up yeah. in that way yeah that was fucking awesome I'm not gonna lie I I did not expect that yeah me either at all I think that's a James Gunn thing because I feel like James Gunn leans into that you know the the things that you don't expect really to like really they did that yeah of all things like what you would
0: consider campy mm -hmm. but they're core to the character exactly
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You're right. You're <laughs> absolutely. absolutely right. And I'd love to see it again. Yeah. And I'd love to buy it to be honest uh, with exactly. you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one hundred percent. If only they could have like had like the spring loaded. <laughs> he turn he pushes the spring, and then those like the little bit of soup pops out, <laughs> that, been fun, that would be hilarious. That's, like, oh, it's... That makes no sense.
1: Yeah, see, again, the, that's exciting for us. Yeah, <laughs> but for you know the majority of watchgoers go- who are coming from the Snyderverse and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay,
0: so let me ask you this: mm. Do you think we're going to see Michael Keaton without the cow?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I feel he'd, he'd, it'd suck not to see him as Bruce Wayne but we we have this um mm. it's it's set in this you think he'll just keep pseudo? I think he's right. just going to keep Thomas I feel cuz there's a scene where it shows the house and the cows on the floor. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So there might be a scene where cuz if he does take it off he they could do double duty and do like old man Bruce Wayne. Mm. You know, where he has the cane Well, it, we did
0: see a shot where it looked like he had some sort of exosuit. Right. So okay. that might be awesome. old old man Bruce Wayne has to, like, adjust for his body breaking.
1: Now. Right, right. So it's, I would love to see Michael Keaton out of his, uh, I mean, I, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see, like, what's going on with Bruce? How are you doing? You know, how's life? <laughs> all that stuff. You know, you know,
0: what would be cool, though, is like, remember in uh, Batman Returns, mm. after the end, the, they fight the penguin and all that mm-hmm. shit, and then uh, Michael Keaton rips off the rubber... Cow and yeah. you see how it tore. Yeah. Like that would be an awesome thing to like bring back.
1: That would be an awesome thing. And you know what else I was thinking? The suit-up montage. Oh the My, boing, Michael Michael King. <laughs> you know, bat nipples. You know, stuff like that. I would love to see him, you <laughs> know, with the belt. You yeah. know, suiting up and stuff like that. See the back credit card. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not see the connection with Snyder, where he's like, "What's your superpower?" Oh, I'm rich. I'm rich. And then, yeah. and then you know, he comes up with the credit card, like, "Oh, I heard about this," <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But see, we're gushing from it because we know it, it's nostalgic. Yeah. And it feels like um, the majority of the film, other than Kara and maybe Barry, it, it's going to be nostalgic, and that's the issue. Is I can't help, I can't help but getting swept up by it, you know. But, but is that a bad thing though? Uh, too much of it is. Because, again, it's Flashpoint, and you're right. It's yeah. a pinnacle part, but you don't want it to be diluted into nostalgia. You want it to be its own thing. And mm. I, hopefully Kara, even Zod's coming back. See, that... That was... That was awesome. That was awesome. I That was amazing. Just because, like,
0: we have... That's twice that Man of Steel has been referenced in the you know, pseudo-Snyderverse now. Mm-hmm. Outside of Man of Steel. And I'm thinking, like why did you guys jump the gun on resetting everything? Because like, <laughs> despite Man of Steel having its fault and stuff like that, I still think it's a really decent Superman film. And set in the way where, obviously like he's not, it's not the yes. typical good old boy and stuff like that. Yes. But like, you have this character that doesn't know the limitations of, of who he is. Yes. So he's, he has this ad, quote unquote adventure to figure out who he, who he is, where he comes from and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. If they would have continued that you know, progression, that story in in that uh, that manner, rather than you know have it be good old boy from Kansas from the start, It <laughs> just yeah. would to shown a different a different way of portraying Supergirl, right,
1: right, yeah, absolutely. And with Zod coming back, it, it just it still opens up a little can of worms. Like, what are you doing on here? Yeah. Like, why are you here? There's no one here. I guess Supergirl, I, I guess like Kara or something like that.
0: Well, I mean, we we did it did establish that the um, Kryptonians were kind of uh, conquerors.
1: Yeah, so I guess in this sense you're right. Maybe Clark dies. Maybe mm-hmm. um, Zor-el. Zor-el. What's what's his father's name? Kal-el. el No, no, his father's name. Uh, uh like it's it's kal is is Clark. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's not Jor-El. Zor-el. Jor-El, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Jorel. Um. Yeah. Here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jor- <laughs> yeah Jor-El, maybe he succeeded in uh-huh. uh, the coup d'état. Maybe. So now, because he seems like he does he's not running away, because remember, he was on this kind of escape ship, and they yeah. had to find loyalist colonies along the way, but they're all dead yeah. because they're in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. So now I guess he, he comes back with an army rather than just seven of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. Like, I could see them being more of conquerors nowadays.
0: Yeah, see, and then I feel like the, the war between the um Amazonians and... Atlanteans. It's going to be replaced with a full-on invasion from Zod.
1: Yeah, against yeah, because it looks like we saw soldiers. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the forces of humanity versus the the Kryptonians.
0: Whatever, like ragtag team of superheroes is left are fighting alongside humanity yeah. to save humanity. Yeah, and then you have Kara. And which they, you have in the background,
1: Barry and other Barry running. <laughs> which, which is a little because when we saw Kara, she seemed so standoffish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She seems like she's annoyed by everyone. Well, I mean, what not you? If you were <laughs> well, in, the, the thing is enslaved essentially? No, yeah, I get where you're coming from. But for at least for. Does it doesn't what, bother you we, that she doesn't have the blonde hair? No, no, that doesn't. It's that just because in Flashpoint, uh, he's more of, in the comic book, he's more like amazed, like, oh, what's going on? But he's mm-hmm. trusting Cyborg. Mm-hmm. But here he's she's like, I hate you. I hate everyone. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no, there's not that middleman. So I'm curious how they're going to do that when someone comes off. Maybe it's gonna be Barry, but she's still kind of busy at, at yeah. Barry, you know? Cause yeah, yeah, when well, he comes back, when when uh, Clark comes back, he's all skinny, but he trusts that his friends are in trouble, so he helps them.
0: Yeah, well, like in in the Flashpoint, um, Cyborg is the one who has like some sort of for the greater good, right? And then when they find Superman, he shows them compassion, something that at that point in his life, Superman has never. Has never felt. Yeah. So he says, and then he he introduces the word friend to him, right? Right. So that's the whole thing of why Superman loses a shit when they kill a cyborg. Yeah. Now I get what you're saying is that she does seem a little more standoffish. But I feel like Barry's gonna be the one to be yeah, like. hey, okay, oh, hopefully. Friend. Right friend. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like here's
1: you know, here's a baby Ruth. <laughs> 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 so, oh my god. So yeah, Jesus. no, you're right. Absolutely. I'm excited for uh, I'm excited to see a Kryptonian. Mm, another right? one? I'm a little salty, you know. I mean we're oh, all dude, salty we all about are. Superman and Henry Cavill, but Henry Cavill. times are changing. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, it's um it's hopefully we get another trailer. This this movie opens up in sometime in June. Yeah, sometime in June. I don't think we're going. To, it's gonna be a oh Comic Con trailer mm-hmm. just because it's it's either gonna be before or like the weekend of. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping we get another trailer within the next couple months before it comes out, so we get a better understanding, a better scope of what the story actually is and who the char- main characters are and stuff like that. But yeah, so far I'm like. Here's my money. Take it, all of it. And you could also you could clearly see that there is a a, a like a deviation from the Snyderverse into this one by just how bright everything is. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. And 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 how very interconnected everything is. Mm-hmm. Right. The Snyderverse was you know it's everything's so dark. What's going on? Oh, there's Superman, and then he's like standing there for five minutes. All right. So you kind of get the gist of where the the whole theme is going here. But there's there's An urgency to it all Mm -hmm. right there's there's not something that just pops out of nowhere just for you know martian manhunter cool but why you know right
0: stuff like that cool but why yeah right but then you
1: have like Kara show up and then there's a reason why she's there and then you have my Keaton Batman there's a reason why he's there right you get that you don't have to have a five hour cut and then have a Martian Manhunter come in and then you're supposed to smile like why aren't you smiling Joel
0: it's Martian Manhunter you know I think that that perfectly those three words perfectly sum up the Snyderverse cool (laughs) But why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even like like when when Dark Side attacks, right? The ma- when the Green Lantern show up, there's the why. There's yeah. Dark Side. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. All right. <laughs> you know, I don't want I don't want to have those moments with no. the flashpoint. But I, I do wanna... like
0: that they he made the general Martian Manhunter. That was pretty cool. But
1: why? <laughs> why not <laughs> <laughs> there's the there's the what was it for the repertoire like but why and then like Snyder why not why not <laughs> yeah and yeah I'm now that we talked about it I'm a little bit from man like okay yeah well I mean yeah. like it's gonna
0: be the first of its kind Yes. We've never seen a speedster film. We've seen speedsters in films, but not ones fully solely focused on just the speedster and then have it be Flash Barry Allen the Flash, mm-hmm. something that's out of like the the whole Snyderverse, one of the few redeeming qualities of it. Um, unfortunately, we know Ezra Miller has had some shit outside that. Yeah.
1: So this might be the last. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah.
0: Everybody, everybody, we've we've heard it. They're saying it's like we're not closing the door on the on Ezra. Mm-hmm. You know, if if he does get um, help outside and all that, gets his shit fixed and also because it's not like he did anything that's like egregious, right? You know? Yeah, but it's still a but mark it's, on his. It's still a mark yeah, on him. Yeah, on him and stuff like that. But I'm not saying that there isn't a um a path to redemption
1: right absolutely um speaking of redemption do you think they might and this is just headcanon now um since zod's there do you do you feel like it's reverse instead that kara because kara like when she launched from um Krypton, she her ship went like off course, or she mm-hmm. went into like the Phantom Zone, or something delayed her to get to Earth. Mm-hmm. So, do you think the same thing happened to Clark instead?
0: I, I kind of like the idea that um, that, that you mentioned oh of Zod winning, Zod winning, his coup took one, and he just killed everybody. Oh,
1: but the thing is, I want to see the new. What if they introduce the new Superman? That's true. Yeah, see, what what if the whole war ends? You know, Zod's defeated, or whatever happens in the Flashpoint paradox? Then we see a Kryptonian ship like go, like crash landing and then Car's like what's that about and then yeah, Kara's we see, the one
0: who is he baby dick Superman
1: because yeah. in every
0: movie in every origin film of Superman we've seen a baby dick for some reason who knows
1: why but it's been there great now I have naked baby Superman like, like I lost my train of thought that's what, what I'm here for
0: <laughs> that's all I want to
1: say alright
0: well Thank you for listening. That's been our show. For more info on the show, check out our link tree. And if you like what you've heard, leave a thumbs up. If you want to help grow the show, please share and subscribe. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. And this has been Pop's Awesome.